When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Football Friday in Columbus, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for four downs. Matt Parker on the end, Andy Backstrom on the other end, the 40-year vet Tim May beside me. I'm Spencer Holbrook. Fellas, let's get into it. Uh, Matt, bold prediction. Ohio State-Indiana at noon on Fox. How bold is it to say Ohio State wins? (laughs) I mean, after the product that we watched last week, the Buckeyes were in control in that second half, if you even want to say they were. This has got to be a get-back game, a get-right game for them. Bold prediction, Ohio State in that offense last week won't have similar challenges. 450 yards of offense. 450 yards of offense. Back to doing business. Okay, back to doing business for Ohio State offense. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, Well, if Urban Meyer was still here, uh, a bold prediction would be that Matt Parker would have his shoes uh, ripped from his feet uh, as soon as he walked into what he has at the center. Those maize-colored shoes he's got on. He's a little more canary. Though. But that's that's a, a moot bowl prediction. My bowl prediction is C.J. Stroud, from talking to him this week, uh, is bound and determined to have another good passing day on Saturday. He loves the fact that he showed the world uh, that he can run, but he wants to air it out on Saturday if he gets a chance. I think everybody on this team, on this offense, is fired up about that. C.J. Stroud has a 400 yards plus passing day with it with a, at least four touchdown passes. Tim, I like that for us. Over. Andy, you better take a long time because uh, Tim just took a bold prediction out of my playbook. I you think, can still use that. No, no, that's change redund- it to 390 yards plus. That's redundancy, Tim. Andy, go ahead. <laughs> I've got a super <laughs> like niche one. Right. Super duper niche. I don't know what the corner situation is going to look like exactly because Jordan Hancock didn't play last week. It looked like that was a lot because of the weather. Maybe he plays this time. But I'm going with the J.K. Johnson pick six. Uh, Indiana throws the ball a ton, and they throw the ball close to the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage, in between zero and nine yards, a ton. I feel like he jumps a route, gets one, takes it to the house. A good day for him for a corner group that's been up and down this year. Well, wait, but what quarterback's going to throw it? <laughs> it looks like Connor Basilak's going to play for Indiana. Okay, yeah, so, you know what I'm saying there, though. Yeah, I know. It could be one of five, right? Evolving door. We'll see how long Connor Basilak plays because my bold prediction is that Ohio State will rack up at least seven sacks on Indiana. Indiana throws the ball a ton. And this offensive line is not very good. They just I think they fired their offensive line coach already yep. this year. Yep. Like that that's a unit that is really struggling and you put them against an Ohio State pass rush that that needs a little bit of a net crack. Um, after not being able to, to tee off on the quarterback last week at, at Northwestern, uh, kinda had to sit back and, and just wait on the quarterback because of the way Northwestern was running the football so much, even from the quarterback and the Wildcat. Um, no no pun intended. Uh, Ohio State has at least seven sacks because I think they're really going to get after this Indiana passing attack that, that won't be able to match up with the Ohio State defense. Offensive player of the game, Matt. I picked C.J. Stroud last week, and I felt pretty good about that. That played out to fruition pretty well, I thought, last week. Um, Tim, you make the point that C.J., this offense, they really want to sling it around, but I will air off of going with C.J. and I'm going to say Julian Fleming. This is a guy last week was targeted nine times, if I'm not mistaken. Had not his best game. I think that's fair to say. Had his not his best game at Ohio State, uh, especially not this season. 
This is a guy who, before Penn State, had more touchdown catches than he had played in games. Um, so I expect him to have, you know, a, a get-back week. This is a guy that's going to have a get-back week. He's going to be, he's going to have to be a big part of this offense with Jackson Smith and Jigwas still out for the foreseeable future. Um, so I'm going to go with Julian Fleming. I'm going to go with a fellow that it's hard to uh, appreciate unless you're tallying up how well he does on Saturday night or Sunday by watching the video and grading his performance. I think Dewan Jones is due for a pancaking, uh, uh, a pancaking exhibition. Maybe not always pancaking people, but I think Dewan Jones is going to be fired up once again to play Indiana. Uh, I like Dewan Jones on the. You know, we're doing the offensive player of the game, right? Yep. Uh, I know a lineman's never going to get that, but I think Dewan Jones is primed to have a big time day on Saturday against whomever he's going against. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go with Emeka Abuka. Um, I think that last week, you know, he it looked like he dropped a touchdown. It, when I watched that back, it might have even been tipped a little bit. The wind was a factor there. I think he gets back with a strong performance, goes over 100 yards. I really think all of these receivers are going to have a great day. I think Fleming will have a great day. I think also Marvin Harrison could go over 100 yards. How about C.J. Stroud? Is that why he's going to throw from 400 or more? There you go. Yeah, this Indiana pass defense ranks 107th in the country, so – it's a big day for this offense to get right and you know score a lot of points and spread the ball a little bit. Thank you all for allowing me to take C.J. Stroud as my offensive player of the game. Uh, number five all-time, Art Schleister in 1981, uh, 458 yards passing. He will be number six after this week. I think C.J. is going to go over 450 in this game. Um, there are moments in the season where I think Ryan Day uh, is purposely trying to give C.J. Stroud the Heisman Trophy. Saturday is absolutely one of them. And against this pass defense, throwing to Emeka Ibuka, throwing to Julian Fleming, uh, Dewan Jones pancaking guys so C.J. Stroud can get the ball out of his hands and have all day to throw. CJ's yeah, you get, usually pancake on a running play, but whatever. You can do it on a pass play. I know. I, know. I'll, C- I'll you, I was trying to paint the picture of Dewan Jones uh, being dominant. C.J. Stroud, CJ Stroud is going to throw for more than 450 yards and become one of the five best passers, single game in Ohio State history. Matt, defensive player of the game. Wow, real quick. To he's already in that group, isn't he? He is, twice. Yeah, I was going to say. He'll be in it three times. He's going to hog it. Uh, real quick, noon kickoff, everybody can have pancakes. Exactly. Think about it. Everybody can have pancakes. Flapjacks. This is a fun show, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm saying everybody can have pancakes at noon, except Andy. No pancakes for him. Wow. Only cereal. Only cereal. <laughs> Only cereal for Andy. Only cereal. Oatmeal. Oatmeal? How about defensive player of the game? Yeah, let's get let's how let's about, get to it. <laughs> how about it being Steel Chambers? This is okay. again, uh, you know, I was everyone likes talking about these conditions that were last week, and as someone that personally battled through all four quarters of that, that the conditions. I'm not gonna say I played a game, but I got knocked over by the wind a couple times. You're in your stripes down there. Um, you know, another get-back game for someone. Steele missed some fits here and there, over-pursuit on plays, under-pursuit on plays, missed some angles. And again, this game, with it being a home game, it allows Ohio State for some home cooking. This is an offense that is going to throw the kitchen sink at Ohio State. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go with Steele Chambers and another guy who's going to need another get-back week. I'm going to go with JT Tui Molowal. You think he'll okay. play enough to, to get it to him? I don't know why he wouldn't play enough. I mean, why wouldn't you let him go out there and have a game? I mean, but if he 
I mean, <clears throat> no matter what his playing time is, I think he will still have a remarkable game. He had a remarkable game on Saturday. The, the week after, he had a ridiculous game at Penn State. <clears throat> I'm going with JT Tuimoloau. No explanation needed. Just watch the video. Going the other edge, <coughs> Zach Harrison. He's had a ton of pressures this year. Sometimes the sacks haven't come with that, so that doesn't really tell you how great of a player he is. Look at the pressures more than sacks. But I think he gets some sacks on Saturday against Indiana. I say he gets two sacks, uh, maybe in a forced fumble, and helps him win. I'm going to go with Teron Vincent. Uh, playing really well right now. Uh, had one of his finer moments against Northwestern, clogging the middle there. He can also get get off get <coughs> off the ball pretty quickly, get after it in that pass rush. And uh, you know, as Mike Hall continues to play far fewer snaps than any of us really expected, I think that injury is kind of lingering there, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But he's he's not playing as many snaps, and so Teron Vincent's been in there in the pass rush. If they're going to get the seven sacks like I predicted, I think Teron Vincent's going to have to be a big part of that. And now defenses have to really focus on Zach Harrison, on JT Tuimoloau. So, uh, is, it, is this the first time that when we asked for a defensive player of the game, three defensive linemen were named? I probably. think it might be, isn't it? Yeah. What does that say? I'm not sure what that says. It says the Indiana offensive line stinks. <laughs> yes. There you go. Score prediction. I wasn't going to say that out loud. <laughs> uh, score prediction. We've all kind of, you know, talked about this, beat around the bush, have been direct at some points. This is an Ohio State offense that wants to go out there, and they want to score points. 21 points is not this team's identity. This is not who they are. Whether – do we say be damned on this show? Yeah, go ahead. Whether be damned last week, that that's not the Ohio State Buckeyes that we know that we cover. Um, I'm going to say Ohio State 45, Indiana 7. I'm going to say Ohio State uh, 54. Let's go with a 54. Uh, Indiana 13. Go I'm not ahead. going to. I'm going, not going to have any explanation. I'm having an explanation now of why I'm not going to have an explanation. <laughs> I'm doing uh, Ohio State 52, Indiana 7. And I'm going to go Ohio State 59, Indiana 14. Uh, I think there's a couple scores in there to be had. Uh, the way that I look at those guys, and I don't want to give, be the only one to give a score prediction, but like, if Ohio State's going to score in the 50s, we got three guys here who thinks Ohio State's going to score. That's a lot of possessions, and you know Ohio State has a really high stop rate. And the, the, the uh, if I can speak, the athletic stop rate. I think Ohio State is fourth right now in the country, uh, which is really good. But you're not going to stop teams on every possession, and you know Indiana likes to air it out. If you get somebody slip on the turf, you get somebody, you know out of assignment, one play out of what you run 80, 90 plays when you have that high of a possession game, you know, Indiana has a chance to score there. So I said all year I was going to pick Indiana to be shut out. Uh, guys, I think I've learned my lesson on the shutouts, but we'll see yeah. uh, if the trip to Maryland has one more in store. Uh, let me ask you one quick question. Are, are you about to go to the the, the, the grand finale? The grand is about finale. to start, yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask him, uh, Matt, how tough was that last week? standing on the sidelines, even shooting photos. Can you give people an idea of how bad that, how tough that wind was? Yeah, so, I mean, typically uh, in photography, you want to be as still as possible. Um, <laughs> and I, I was knocked over, like the wind knocked me over uh, from my, you know, the various spots I was in on the field and how I was positioned to take photos. Um, 
and I don't think I'm the smallest person in, in the world. Yeah. But I mean, that wind was so strong and it was so inconsistent. The wind was so inconsistent. One moment, Guess. you could throw a 70 yard bomb and nothing. And then like um, Noah Ruggles in warmups, invisible wall right there because yeah. the wind happened. Yeah. So that, I mean, you cannot overstate the effect that that weather last week had on Ohio State and what they wanted to do. Were you surprised they were actually playing a football game in that? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, football is that those that's football weather, right? That's football yep. weather in the Big Ten and in the Midwest, and that's what. No, that I mean, that was over and above. I mean, that, to me, that was like lightning. I mean, I'm, I'm really yeah, because it was so prohibitive. I mean, that's what bothers you. Like when you we said when, biblical. Right? Yeah, but when when Ryan Day was talking this week about the Bills, what the Bills uh, Patriots, Patriots yeah. game, that, they you know you can't postpone it because it's on television, right? But, yeah. You know, any other year, I mean, way back in the twenties or thirties, they might have postponed that game till the next day because the stands would have fallen over. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, to me, and there, there there come certain times, and people wonder why this guy wants to play, why Gene Smith wants his team to play a playoff game in a few years if they're in that, if they get to the twelve, you know, twelve uh, team playoff. Why he would play if they hosted? They'd host in Lucas Oil instead of here in the Hoosier Dome because this is a team built to put on a show. Not mm -hmm. Dodge Snow. Hey, that rhymed. On that note, we're getting absolutely out of here. That's the 40-year vet, Tim May. That's Matt Parker. That's Andy Backstrom. I'm just Spencer Holbrook. We'll have full coverage of Ohio State, Indiana at noon on Fox if you can't make it here. But if you can make it here, it's going to be played over there in the horseshoe. Uh, it's a pretty nice building, if I do say so myself, celebrating the 100th year of it. Again, Letterman Row will have full coverage of that, where we cover the Buckeyes all year long. Uh, you can get all of our coverage, all four of us, that's right, for just $1 an entire year. That gets you all the way until next November when we might have another Wind Bowl uh, wherever uh, the Ohio State schedule sends us. But for Matt, for Andy, for Tim, I'm Spencer. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in the Horseshoe on Saturday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.